Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. So if you um, allow me, before we start the guided meditation, I'd like to tell you a little story of something I witnessed a few weeks ago. Um, I was teaching the <coughs> LGBTQ retreat at uh, in California at Spirit Rock. If you don't. If you don't know what LGBTQ is, it means uh, gay and lesbian, bi, trans, uh, queer uh, retreat. But that's not the story. It was just a privilege that I had. Um, but, uh, okay, I'm giving you the full story. I showed up at the retreat center 24 hours too early. So I arrived, you know, at four o'clock when all the yogis are arriving, and uh, there was no one there. <laughs> Just maintenance people doing things with uh, scaffoldings, and <laughs> you know, I was, oh, something's happening, or not happening. And uh, but I looked at the community hall where they have um, stuff on the days of the week, you know, classes, and there was a man that was uh, giving a class, Gavin Harrison. I'd never met uh, Gavin Harrison, but he's the author of probably the first Dharma book that I, uh, that I had the chance to read. And so I was very touched, because I thought, oh, that's amazing, you know, almost 20 years later I'm going to have the chance to see the man, you know, give a class. So it's very, very touching. And I went there, and uh, Anyway, the story I want to tell you is just at the end of the of the class that evening. It, it's, uh, he was replacing Jack Cornfield in his uh, famous Monday night class in Woodacre, and uh, there at Spirit Rock. And at the end, he said, "Oh, let's open up to uh, questions and answer and comments." You know, and there's a young uh, man, uh, young person, who was in the crowd, and they lifted their hand, and he said, yeah. And so this young person uh, proceeded to um, describe their experience, a little bit like we do in the uh, group meetings, you know. And I mean, not a little bit, exactly like we do in the group meeting. With a lot of uh, precision, uh, this young person was describing, of course it's going to be my take, you know, on, on what was happening, but uh, he was describing... Um, some kind of self-loathing, you know, and uh, saying like, I'm, I'm really, I really want to apply this mindfulness technique, you know, and I really do everything I can. Every time I remember, I go sitting, I read books, you know, but this gets the best of me. Can you say that? Like it, it really, it always comes back to either I don't belong or I'm inadequate or I'm not going to be able to do that or... Do you? Do I think I am? Or there's some 
some heaviness there. And he was describing this with a lot of uh, authenticity and vulnerability and very candidly. And in the room there was, there could be 200 people there in the room. And so this person lift their hand and, yeah, what's your question? And they describe kind of the content of their heart, you know, in a very soft way, very clear voice. And everybody in the room was looking at this young person, thinking they're, I'm, I'm pretty sure, anyway, I was looking at this person and thinking, they're, they're so beautiful, they're so honest. It, the qualities of this being were very uh, striking. And uh, Gavin let this young person talk, and then instead of doing like we do usually, like so the question comes and we answer from here, he just listened very uh, with a lot of presence. And when it was kind of his turn to come in, he just stood up. I'm doing it so you can feel it. He just stood up. and went straight in the crowd, next to the young person, grabbed the young person's hand, you know. And then in his very unique way, started to describe to him what was, I think, the feeling of everybody in the room was describing to this young person how beautiful and courageous they were, you know. And he was using a poetical language and maybe words borrowed from Hafiz and spontaneous poetry or something but it it was a and you could everybody was really on you know because there was something special happening there was this unique little dyad encounter but with a crowd witnessing and they both had a microphone you know (laughs) he was talking to him in the microphone but it was very very intimate and very and in the angle I was in I could actually see the young person's eye and they were so like listening, like really taking it in. And the, the sense for me was that there was some intelligence way in the back, you know, like kind of you're in the desert, you know, and you haven't had drink for days and somebody's coming with, you know, like they're kind of reaching out, you know, and like they could almost really hear what, you, uh, what Gavin was saying, but not quite. That was the sense I was getting was like, they were taking it in like, they, yeah, you're probably right, but I don't exactly feel this right now. My interpretation, we know that, yeah. But it was very, like the quality of listening was, it was, it was kind of urgent, very important messages he was receiving from Gavin, you know, and he was trying to take it in. And at the end, that's what touched me the most, after this kind of lyrical thing, Gavin coming like it kind of came down and it finished with this sentence he finished by saying sometimes we're the last one to find out that we're lovely I just thought it was uh, 
And I just thought it was very accurate for many of us, you know. And in the room, my sense was that everybody was seeing the beauty of this being, except this being couldn't see their own beauty, you know. And we're probably the last one of this crowd that would find out how lovely they were, you know. And so, this all... uh, practice that we do here is partly that, partly that. And this practice of metta is also a lot that. And my sense is that when we see the beauty of this very imperfect being that we are, you know, that's how I would like to say it today, when we see this, then my sense is that we can see it also in others. So let's practice if you want to. So if it's possible, just um, make contact with this, uh, this body, this animal body, like Catherine says. Just discover what you can discover about it, or touch it, or be touched by it in some ways, feeling the hands or arms. Just being aware that sitting is happening now, the posture you're in, feeling it, just a body sitting here, maybe pulsating or vibrating in some ways, or radiating some heat. Feel the breath, the movements of the breath in the body, in the belly. Feel the life inside this being. How does life manifest right now? Through throbbing, pulsating, you might feel the blood moving, heart pumping, just this aliveness, this life force that keeps you vertical. Or this consciousness, this aliveness, this knowing, this intelligence there. Encountering the world. You might sense the preciousness 
this life. this life force, maybe how you want it to be safe, how you want it to be protected, and probably you want ease for this life that is being experienced right now. Just this recognition that there's a a wish for safety and ease in here. This is metta. you want, you could think uh, with your imagination, you could think of your heart as a little fireplace on this winter day. Producing this gentle warmth comfortable, reassuring, lovely warmth, with each breath in, there's a nurturing of this fire, feeding of this gentle healing fire. And with each outbreath, there's a releasing of the warmth and love and care. This is a special fire. Even if in your mind uh, crosses some difficult uh, emotion or sadness or sorrow or thoughts of any difficulties that you have, you can put them in this fire of your heart. It has the capacity to transform this sadness or uncertainty. Anything becomes fuel for it. So as you breathe in, if you want, could breathe in thinking 
some of the areas of your life that I have some pain in them, some stickiness of some sort. And let it touch your heart, your fireplace there. And let any thought or any impression, anything with the in-breath come into your heart and be transformed into care and warmth. Kindness and benevolence. This is what this fire is meant for. Even if you think of a friend or anybody, let these images, these thoughts, reach with the in-breath this heart. And let this heart turn whatever image or impression comes in there into warmth and loving-kindness, benevolence, goodwill. will do that to your thoughts of the future or the past. Anything that crosses your mind, heart, now is being transformed into gentle care or great care, into smiles of rejoicing or into compassion. Let the in-breath bring everything to your heart and let the out-breath release the love or friendliness.
Now your heart is not your heart anymore. It's not your fire, it's the great fire of compassion, the great heart of love doing its thing. It's the only thing it knows to do, to care about whatever reaches it. It can transform anything into care. feel like this furnace, this fireplace is becoming a little too hot, you can just fill your entire body and let it cool off a bit. you want to, you could play a little bit with this fire. And with each in-breath, let your mind think of someone you know. Let them come into the heart. With the out-breath, release some care, 
friendliness towards them. With each in-breath, somebody new will appear to your mind. And you let like this, with every in-breath, a new association come to mind. One breath in, thinking of a friend. And the out breath, the care for this one. One breath in, oh, a new friend or parent comes to mind. On the out breath, the care for this being. If someone comes to mind and it's a little bit sticky there, not so flowing, you have the right to do two breaths with this person. And whenever you want, you can always come back to 
the coolness of the room, the awareness of the space you're in, through hearing maybe. Just continue as you see fit.
take a moment now to feel the whole body sitting here, maybe the sitting bones, all the points of contact with the floor, the chair, the cushion. Feel how you're held by the earth. Feel the temperature of the room, the temperature of your body. Notice the state of your heart-mind now. No judgment here. We just want to know how it is in there. What's the inner landscape like? Rugged or flat or fluid? Take just a couple of minutes to hear the quietness of this room in which we are all together here. If you want, let your eyes open a little. Discover what it is to see. What is the experience of light and colors, shapes? What it is to be here, with the body sitting and breathing, the here hearing, sorry, and the seeing. Thank you for your trust and for the little journey. 
Now I'll leave you in, in the caring hands of Eowyn for some walking. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.